I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. I can't believe it, friends. I'm doing my first solo series, the Creative Reflection Series. I can't believe I haven't done a series yet this year, so I thought it would be fun to put together a series while I was on maternity leave. The purpose of the Creative Reflection Series is to help you take the time to think and reflect about your creative career, passion, side hustles, and etc. Personally, I found the next step in my creative career when I've actually taken the time to reflect, and I've also found that I feel more accomplished as a creator when I've taken the time to think and reflect about how I've grown or am currently growing as a creator. So if you feel like you're ready for the next step in your creative pursuits, or you're feeling stuck and not sure what to do next with your creative passions and career, this series is for you. I hope the different questions and the exercises in the next few weeks help you find your next step or help you recognize how you've grown as a creator. So today, we're going to be asking you the question, are you giving yourself the permission to evolve? I wanted to start the series off with this question because evolving as a creator is almost inevitable. And if we feel like we aren't evolving or moving forward, chances are we might be feeling stuck. We might need to change up our routine, approach our processes differently, or maybe even try a completely new platform. I was inspired to explore this question during a recent journal exercise. I was actually reflecting on a mindfulness passage about how you can't keep keep thinking the same thoughts and doing the same things and expecting different results. This was not the first time that I stumbled upon this passage. I've actually revisited this over and over again, but for some reason, this passage just really stood out to me and it inspired a whole episode. So as a creator, I've actually feel like I've experienced and lived this passage, right? Sometimes I get into months or weeks and cycles where I'm kind of doing the same thing, posting the same amount, creating the same type of content, but I want, you know, different results. I want to experience something different. So it's time for me actually to think about how I want to evolve. So today as your host, this is something I want you to reflect on and think about. Are you actually giving yourself the permission to evolve as a creator. So we are breaking up today's conversation in three main parts. First, we'll be chatting about ways you might want to evolve as a creator. If you're feeling stuck, maybe you just need some ideas on how you want to evolve next. Then we're going to be discussing how you can actually give yourself the permission to evolve. Maybe you've already identified how you want to grow and evolve as a creator, but you're holding yourself back for some reason, and you just need a little nudge and encouragement to give yourself that permission to evolve. And lastly, I'll be sharing a few ways how I've evolved as a creator over the last few years. So part one, friends, let's talk about how you can evolve as a creator or influencer. So number one, you might be ready to change the focus or direction of your account and platform. You might be feeling tired of creating content in your niche or content pillar and you're ready to expand. Your intuition is telling you that the content you're currently creating is no longer aligned with your passions or interests anymore. 
you might feel like you're forcing the content. You might feel drained, wiped out, or uninspired. However, you might also be experiencing feelings of fear. You might be asking yourself what your audience will do if you suddenly switch the direction of your page. I'm here to encourage you that it's okay to change the focus or direction of your page and platform. Again, you're human and you will inevitably evolve. It's just a part of nature. So if you're ready to evolve as a creator and change your niche or focus, I recommend doing a few of these things. First, reflect and update your mission statement and purpose. Why is it that you want to update or refocus your page, right? And if that's clear to you, make sure that you write that down for yourself. And so when you go to make that update and you change your bio on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, whatever your platform is, you are clear about who you are and what you want people to know about you. Next, I recommend doing a reintroduction of your page. Share with your audience what direction you're heading in and why you want to go in that direction. So we've all seen this probably on Instagram. Your favorite creator enters a new life stage or maybe they're taking you know, a completely different direction and they might do a little reintroduction post. I recommend that you do the same thing. So if your podcast is changing directions, you are exploring a different topic or you're expanding, maybe you do you know, a little behind the scenes podcast episode, or maybe you do a blog post. If you have um, a website that's accompanied with your podcast, explaining, you know, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and just reintroducing yourself and what to expect, you know, what, what people can expect from your page and your podcast. And then the last thing I recommend is to trust into your intuition, listen to your gut, because you know what content and creative process aligns with where you're at and where you want to be. But friends, I get it. It can be really scary to just change the direction of your page, especially if you've been creating content for years. If it's really, really scary to you, I would start to just slowly incorporate that type of content in, right? Maybe you start off with doing stories. Maybe you do one post or one short form video a week with that new niche. And then you go about updating your mission statement and your purpose, updating your bio, and then starting to do those reintroduction posts on your page. I think you really should reintroduce yourself anyways every month or every quarter. And so if that's already in your content plan and schedule, I feel like it just makes it that much easier for your audience to check in with you. And so um, if that's not in your content plan and schedule yet, and you are going to be updating the direction of your page and your platform this year, I would definitely incorporate that. All right, friends. So number two, you might be ready to change your name and handle, but you might not be giving yourself that permission to evolve yet. You might be ready to rebrand your name and handle to match your new direction as a creator or your opt updated content pillars, and you recognize that your old name may reflect who you were when you started as a creator, but that name no longer resonates with you, your purpose, your new direction, or your audience. If you're ready to change your name and handle on social media, here's what I recommend. Again, I recommend doing a reintroduction about who you are and share with the audience 
the new name change and why you're changing your name and handle. Also share with your audience what they can expect from you and your page moving forward. I also recommend flipping your mindset. Instead of focusing on fear, focus on the opportunity to rebrand yourself. You get to tell your audience in the outside world who you are, what you stand for, and what you want others to know about you. Again, I think a lot of people who get really fearful around name changes, name changes and you know handle changes. If you really are concerned or worried about that, you can actually include that in your bio. You can say, you know, like for example, I updated the content creators podcast, the creative edition podcast. And one thing I could have done in my bio was, you know, the creative edition podcast, formerly known as the content creatives podcast. So people know, you know, who the podcast was before and the new name. Another thing you can do, right, if you want to continue to just like educate your audience, right, after you do that reintroduction post, if you have another platform, maybe a website, you can have like a longer form explanation in your about me page or just like a whole blog post or article explaining the name change just in case people want more information. But I think what I've learned is that sometimes these updates, right, the direction of your platform or your name change, it just seems like it's such a big deal because it's your name and it's your page, but your audience like knows who you are and chances are they also like you as the person and the creator. And so it doesn't matter, you know, what your name is or like what direction you're moving in. They're just going to continue to follow along, especially if they've been with you, you know, for years or since day one. And so just here to remind you that it is a big deal, of course, but also know that chances are your audience is already with you and it doesn't matter what your name is. (laughs) And so don't be afraid to update it. But also, again, just loop your audience in on like what they can expect from you next. All right, friends. So number three, you might be ready to change platforms, but you might be holding yourself back and have not given yourself the permission to evolve yet. You might feel ready to embrace a new platform and spend less time on an established or developed channel. So there are always new platforms on the rise, but as a content creator, we may not have the capacity to create on each platform. You might be feeling ready to try a new platform like podcasting, YouTube shorts, or create long form video content on YouTube. It can be scary to decide to spend less time on established platforms to pursue and build new ones. But here's my advice for exploring new platforms. Embrace the mindset that you can only gain from new experiences and that you can only learn from outside your comfort zone. I really don't think you can, I mean, again, if you have that excitement, that feeling that you're like, oh gosh, I really want to try this new platform. I don't think you can lose from that experience or that, you know, desire in that situation, right? Like you can only learn and gain from trying something new. So I really encourage you to just go after it. Secondly, I recommend embracing the excitement. Your emotions are telling you what's bringing you energy and potential. And I found that following what gives you energy always yields great results. All right, friends. So now that we've talked about the different ways that you might not be allowing yourself to evolve as a creator, but you are ready to evolve as a creator, right? Whether that's you wanting to focus your focus or your direction on your platform, or maybe you're ready to change your name or handle, right? 
Now we are going to be talking about how to actually give yourself the permission to evolve. So I actually just have a few questions for you. So if you are ready to give yourself the permission to evolve, I recommend carving out some time to ask yourself, how am I feeling? What would I prefer to do next? How does this preference or new dream feel to me? And what would my first step look like? So I know this seems pretty simple, right? But there's lots of us out there who have not given ourselves the permission to evolve. And I think taking the time to acknowledge how we feel, what we want to do next, and how that next step, you know, might look or feel might just be enough for us to finally take that step. So in part three of this conversation, I want to talk about how I've allowed myself to evolve as a creator. So one of the biggest ways I've allowed myself to evolve as a creator is by starting a podcast. When we started the podcast in 2020, I was actually not ready. Maddie, my um, former podcast co-host, was the one wanted to start a podcast. And initially I was telling her, I was like, girl, you start that podcast. You can do it. And she turned to me and she said, we should do the podcast together. Um, And at the time I was like, oh my gosh, girl, we've got so much going on. We're both working full time. We're planning weddings. You know, we're still, you know, creating content on the side. Like there's so much going on. I did not feel ready to start or launch a podcast, but she somehow convinced me. I summed up the courage literally got hyped up with Maddie and Sam. And then we launched the podcast in February of 2020. So much has happened since then. I mean, we continued the podcast through the pandemic. We continue the podcast through both of us getting married, continue the podcast through me getting pregnant, and then continue the podcast through me taking it solo. Because at the end of fall last year, uh, Maddie took a step back. He's no longer creating content online no longer podcasting, just focusing on her corporate career. And I decided to take the podcast solo because it is one of my favorite ways to create content. I just like love hopping on the mic. I love connecting with um, guests this way. I actually really love interviewing people and like learning about their creative process, you know, their craft, their passions, you know, how they got to do what they do. And so for me, I, I knew that I wanted to continue the podcast. And at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023, I mean, I went through a big evolution. I went through a rebrand, changing the name from the Content Creatives Podcast to the Creative Edition, um, which I'm so happy with. I'm so glad I did. But at the time, it was really scary for me. I mean, I knew that the change was happening and I knew it was like the right time to make a name change anyways, but it was still really scary to like make that formal decision. But the name actually came really naturally. The Creative Edition podcast has much better brand alignment with Emma's Edition, right? Um, And then also I had already gone through the process of doing the Emma's Edition rebrand with Emma from ESM Creative, who we had on the show previously. So I literally like already had an established relationship with a graphic designer who also happened to specialize in like podcast rebranding. And then at the time I was also going through business coaching with Bree and she helped, you know, kind of hype me up, give me the courage um, and affirm that it was like the right thing to do to do the rebrand. 
But ironically, friends, I also feel like I have room to evolve as a creator and a podcaster. I was thinking maybe January, February of this year that I would go all in on the podcast and take some focus off Instagram during my pregnancy. But that actually has not happened yet. But it's something I am thinking about. Um, it was, you guys can go back and listen to a few Emma Diaries episodes about pregnancy, balancing it with content creation, you know, just things that I was not expecting that I would be not dealing with. I don't, I think that that's not the right word, but at least just, just things I was not expecting about being pregnant and like still trying to maintain and grow a creative career has not been as easy as I thought it would be. And that's okay. But I do recognize that there's still a lot of room for me to grow as a podcaster. And I, and I, I know this sounds funny. I feel like I'm like just getting started all over again, even though I, we started the podcast back in 2020. So it's funny that we're talking about giving yourself permission to evolve because I think this is something that I am still learning to do, especially with the podcast. And so, yeah, there's lots of ways I would love the podcast to grow and for me as a creator to grow. So for example, I would love to continue to explore speaking opportunities. Um, I feel like really connected when I'm able to connect with, you know, people face-to-face, whether that's online or in person, still want to continue to interview other creatives for the podcast. I feel like this year I've learned so much from other creatives, right? Like Naomi um, from Little Crown Interior. She's an interior designer specializing in designing nurseries. Um, Learning from Catherine, the author of The Perfectionist Guide to Losing Control. I learned so much from her book and I loved my interview with her. And I also have learned from other podcasters like Less from the Balanced Black Girl podcast. I mean, I feel like we all can learn from other creatives and like take the lessons that they've learned in their specialties, niches, content pillars, career, and apply it to our own. And so again, I feel like I'm just getting started all over again with the Creative Edition podcast, but I do see room for me to evolve and grow as a creator. And when I think about those possibilities, right, when I think about what I want next, I know it's the right thing because I feel excitement. I feel giddy sometimes. I feel kind of that surge of like opportunity, if that makes sense, where it's like, oh yeah, I'm starting to feel energy from this. Like this is not, this is not like an energy drain. This is something that's actually giving me energy. So I know that this is definitely like one way I want to evolve as a creator. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and this question about asking yourself if you are giving yourself the permission to evolve. I know we covered quite a bit of topics in this short episode, but I encourage you to think about if you're giving yourself the permission to evolve as a creator and think about ways on how you can make that happen. Stay tuned for more questions to ask yourself in the next few weeks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.